Welcome to Bishop Dr. Colin Yaki's podcast. Bishop Dr. Colin is an author and also mega church pastor. He is the founder and presiding bishop of Harvestars International Churches, with the headquarters being based in Blair, Zimbabwe, overseeing over 800 churches across the continents. And now, let's listen to a message from Bishop Dr. Colin Yaki. Be blessed. How to receive the anointing and its effects upon your life. We read two portions of scripture on Sunday. This is part two. And we're going to read them again. Acts 10, verse 1 to 5. And then Psalm 89, verses 19 to 21. Shall we begin? There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian Regiment. This man was a devout man and one who feared God with all his household. The Bible says he gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. We're reading verse 3 now. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius, verse 4, and when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And so he said to him, Your prayers, say prayers, and your arms have come up for a memorial before God. That means God respects prayers, but he also respects this type of giving called arms Arms are gifts given to the poor. And let's go to verse 5. Now send men to Joppa and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. As you know, Peter became an apostle down the line. Psalm 89, verse 19 to 21. Let's go for that one. Thank you, thank you, latecomers. Thank you, thank you. Walk like you are wanting to come and sit down. Thank you, thank you, thank you. These guys are strolling like they're coming to a wedding. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Psalm 89, verse 19 to 21. Then you spoke in a vision to your Holy One and said, I have given help to one who is mighty. I have exalted one chosen from the people. Verse 20. I have found my servant David with my holy oil. I have anointed him. And the last verse is verse 21. With whom my hand shall be established, also my arm shall strengthen him. Say amen. Father, bless your word as we share it today in Jesus' name. Amen. This is one of the most beautiful psalms. And as you read that, you will see that this king, David, attributes everything that God did for him to make him a king. First of all, a king of Judah, as well later down the line, a king of the whole amalgamated 12 tribes, that is Israel. He became the king of Israel. And he says he is what he is because God anointed him. So anointing therefore must be very, very, very special. 
if you are to be anointed and then become a king of Judah, king of Israel, become a mighty warrior, write the book of Psalms, or not all Psalms, but most of the Psalms here, there must be something about the anointing that you and I should seek to get. And therefore, lift up your hands as we begin. Say, anoint me, Lord. I know some of you are fasting here, but please say it. You won't die through fasting. I'm on it right now. I'm, I'm alive and kicking and preaching. Say, anoint me, Lord. One more time. Anoint me, Lord. So anointing must be very special. And therefore, that's why we have dedicated two months, January, February, to teach on this subject the anointing in different types and different levels of the anointing. So David therefore attributes everything including his strength, his establishment to the anointing. We said on Sunday quickly as a way of recapping here is what we said. Ways of receiving the anointing. Number one, giving of offerings to God. Because for Cornelius it was his gift as well as his prayers that attracted the anointing. We say that. What did we say? Number two, we say giving offerings to the poor. When you target the poor, because God knows that the poor may not even thank you, may not even give you back anything. When you give to the poor, God says you attract the anointing. What is it? Number three. Number three, prayer. We say it with prayer, as you call upon God, you know one thing, that prayer is very effective. You will never accomplish much for yourself, for your family, for your home, for your business, without effective prayer. Especially when you combine it with fasting. Many people are afraid of fasting. I just enjoy fasting. I think fasting should be part of every serious Christian. Yeah, as you start your life, as you begin a new year, 30 days, 40 days should be easy for all of us. I know some of you ended it five days and you stopped. But you know what? Prayer and fasting is key. Yeah. Prayer and fasting is key. You are more effective when you are praying and fasting. There are some issues that will never move in your life until you engage in prayer and fasting. There are mountains that will never move in your life until you take it higher and you step it and you engage prayer and fasting in particular. So we see here is another way of receiving the anointing. We said number four, obey godly visions and dreams. If God puts a vision in your life and you know it's God, please obey that and you will find that God will do wonders. Number five, we said, break unnecessary traditions. There are traditions that are good, but there are traditions that take away your anointing. Break those. Peter here was a man who believed that he can't interact with Gentiles. But God said, don't call that which I have cleansed and unclean. Or rather, that I have cleansed unclean. And when he obeyed, he went to Cornelius, who was a Gentile, and boom, miracles begin to happen. I gave you those uh, five, six. Now, number seven. Listen to the word of God. Word of God is very key. As you listen to the word of God, it builds you, makes you, shapes you. 
but more so when you obey the word of God. It's one thing to listen. It's another thing to obey. It says in Acts 10, 44, while Peter was still speaking these words, while Peter was speaking these words, while Peter was speaking these words, the anointing of the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who had the word. So there's something special about hearing the word and the hearing the word of God. Then on Sunday, I began to touch briefly on the effects of the anointing based on Psalm 89, verses 19 to 21. Before I do that, is there a gentleman here that came to see our team on Sunday, only that we didn't get your name? If you are here, you came here on Sunday, then you came to the office and you brought Sinai. We needed to pray for you if you are here today. Is the gentleman here? Okay, so the gentleman is not here. Last Sunday, this very Sunday, I called here when I was standing and said, someone is suicidal. Two ladies stepped up here, but I said, oh no, a man should be responding. And it is that man that brought Sinai here. He was going to take his life. I don't know him. I don't know him from above. So, but I just felt the unction to call him. So he's responded. I think our guys in the city dealt with him. But we took the cyanide and we had to flush it somewhere. Cyanide is very dangerous. It can kill 12 elephants instantly like that. Okay. So, so he is not here today. I just wanted to take time and pray with him now. If he's not here, then... Gwarimbo, do you know him? Hey, Gwarimbo, come here. He saw you? Ah, good. Come. Is he not here? If he's here, we'll make him stand and pray for him. It's fine. Yeah. I, hope you, I hope you don't plan to kill yourself too. Yeah, he's not here today. Okay. So you brought the cyanide in the office. Okay. So you have dumped the cyanide. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just sharing this so that you know that when the gifts of the Holy Spirit are in operation, and when we say this and that and that, it's genuine. It's true. Okay. It's not something fake. It's something that the Spirit of God points out and so forth. God loved this man whoever the man is. And he didn't want him to die on Sunday. Because he was going to die on Sunday. And me, I'm preaching here. I'm feeling something. Yeah. These ladies came, but in particular, that man. So we hope we can follow him up and then pray with him in the name of Jesus. Please ask your neighbor, are you about to take your life? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let's still now with the effects of the anointing. They are all coming from Psalm 89, and I must finish this before we pray. We started by giving you five of them. Here's number one. We said the anointing, number one, please. We said the anointing will result in you receiving supernatural help. The anointing will result in you and I receiving supernatural help for your life, for your ministry, for your business. May I say this? It's very difficult to live a Christian life apart from the anointing. It's a drag. It's a grind. And that's why in all you're getting, get this thing called the anointing. What is the anointing? If you want a simple definition, divine enablement. When God begins to assist you in what you do. 
there are many things that are unachievable apart from the anointing. Especially this job of growing churches and preaching and evangelizing and planting churches and building churches. You will never do it without the anointing. So you need to tap into the anointing. Because the job of preaching does not only involve preaching, but hearing what God is saying about people. Yeah. If we're not hearing, we could be talking of a man who's dead here. Is that not so? And many situations that we encounter that need the help of God, the supernatural help of God. I cannot know everything about your life, but sometimes I do. Sometimes I stand and I feel, mm -mm, this is what is happening in your life. And I have no clue about it except the supernatural anointing of the Spirit of God. Say, Amen. So there you are. If God has to help us, ladies and gentlemen, we need the anointing. I have given help to one who is mighty, says God concerning David. And that help came in the form of the anointing upon David's life. I pray that you crave for the anointing in your life and you desire it with all your might. Number two, the anointing will cause you to be raised up to heights in life and ministry. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between two men or two women? One excels in ministry. The other one doesn't excel in ministry. I want to believe that the major reason why others excel and others don't is this thing called anointing. Anointing by nature draws. It draws all manner of people. It draws the rich, the poor, the wounded, the bruised, downtrodden. It is the anointing that says, go there. At a certain point in time when we started this ministry, people in their dreams will be told by the Spirit of God, I want you to go to a church by the river. We met at the Blair Theater at that time. Go to that church. Go there, you'll be assisted. And many of them were assisted. Some of them were suicidal, like this gentleman was. And some of them would say, this is my last time I'm visiting church. If God doesn't help me, I am taking my life. And boom, we'll point them out. Because the anointing will help and take you to greater heights in life. In Jesus' name. Lift both your hands and say, Anoint me, Lord. Ah, you are not shouting like I want you to shout. The hole is too big here. One more time. Anoint me, Lord. Touch your head now and say, Lord Jesus. One more time. Lord Jesus, anoint my head with the oil of the Holy Spirit that I may be effective in life, in ministry, in marriage. Did you know that to sustain a workable marriage, I am 40 years in marriage uh, next year. Yeah, 40 years. To sustain a marriage, you need the anointing. Some don't last two years. Yeah, they're quitting. They're feeling it's hard. How many years are you in marriage? 26 years. It takes the grace of God to do that. How many years are you in marriage, Mama? 18. That's a lot of years with one man. That's a lot of years. How many years are you in ministry? Hey, not ministry, but in marriage. With the same woman. That woman there. Hey. Hey. Five years. Hey. How many years are you in... in, in oh, sorry, you are not married. How many... 
How many years are you in marriage? 33. Three, three. That's a lot of years. How many years, G, you are you in marriage? 11 years. 11 is a lot of years. Priscilla, oh, sorry. <laughs> are you married, sir? No. Are you married, sir? How many years? How many years? Six years. 16. With the same woman. Where is the woman? This one. 16. And you have never been tempted to change it? Uh, tell the truth. <laughs> one woman. Yeah. Because, let me tell you what. Most animals have multiple partners. Yeah. Most animals. Fine lions, multiple partners. Lizards, multiple But it takes the grace of God to stay with one woman. Yeah. It's never to be taken for granted. Because there are beautiful people outside there. Yeah. That you interact with daily. But to choose to be committed to one person takes the grace of God. And for that, let's put our hands together for all these married men that have stayed with their wives. Okay. Yeah. You will see it when you get your wife, you will see how many months you last. One month you'll be saying, I'm leaving, I'm changing. Because are there no challenges in marriage? Plenty of challenges in marriage. Because it's two people that are coming from different backgrounds that decide to bend together. Yeah, but you stay because the grace of God is over your life. Colleagues, you are coming soon to join the club. You will see that it takes the grace of God to take you over. It takes the grace of God to raise children. Did you know that? Yeah, children are a problem. I have mine here. Mm, I have two. I do. The other two are somewhere else. Yeah, But two, I've raised them. I sent them to university. It takes the grace of God to raise kids. You have kids too. Yeah. It takes the grace of God to be kept in the house of God. To love the house of God and be in the house. And later on to love ministry. And to want to say, you know what? I think what my dad is doing is cool. I want to be part of that. Uh, yeah, it takes the grace of God. May God anoint your family too. That you will raise children that will love God and follow after God and follow the vision of God in the name of Jesus. Business people, whether you are in Europe or in Zimbabwe or in, in the Americas, it takes a certain grace of God to have a business empire. It takes the grace of God. May that grace fall upon you, businessmen and women, in the name of Jesus. There is the scripture. I have exalted one chosen from among people. May God exalt you. May God exalt all of us in the name of Jesus. Let's shout one more time. Exalt me, Lord. Exalt me, Lord. Yeah, number three. What did we say? What did we say on number three? The anointing will establish you in life and ministry. Many people are not established. You can always tell when you are taken to a character that is not established. That's not standing firm on that which God has called them. They are wish-wash. Any wind that blows, wind of doctrine, wind of change, I want to leave, I'm going away, I'm leaving, I'm, you are not established. The anointing will establish. I have told my big church that, you know what? I will be the last one to switch off lights in Zimbabwe. I'll be the last one. Why would I go? 
I am here permanently. Am I saying you shouldn't move? No. Should you desire to move, move. And move and go wherever you want to go abroad and so. But I'm talking of myself. I am established in Zimbabwe. Yeah. I have many churches. I have churches in Europe. I have churches in Schengen. I, they all call me, come and make your old here. I say, no. Zimbabwe in particular, Pulawayo is my city. A vision has a place. If you miss that, you miss it big time. Every vision has a place. 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 So you will go away and find me here still preaching. I started preaching when I was in Afro. The Afro fell away. And now I'm still preaching. Because the anointing establishes you. Say amen. Cry again and say establish me Lord. May God establish you in business. Establish you in marriage. Establish you in your profession as well. That you thrive in your profession. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say amen. We said number four. The anointing. Number four. The anointing will introduce strength in your life. Strength in your life. Many people are not strong. Let me put it plainly. To be a leader, you need strength. Strength of mind, strength of character, strength of will. Because it's not easy to pastor people like you. Hey, some of you come with your demons. Some of you come with your rebellion. Some of you come with all manner of things. It takes the strength of God to lead a people. Yeah. Especially to lead churches. It takes the strength of God. And many people cave in. Oh yeah, if someone says this to you, oh, I'm leaving. Oh, they said this to me, they don't love me. Hey, when we tried to sing a song in music, I suggested that I lead in this song. The choir leader said, no, you can't. This is the right song. Oh, no, they don't love me. I am leaving. You are crazy. It takes stamina to save God. Stand up and say, I don't care. I am moving forward. I am going to that place called there. And you begin to summon the strength from the anointing of God. And say whether I'm preaching to one person or five people or ten people. I will preach the word without fear in the name of Jesus. I am an apostle. I start churches. So I'm not afraid to preach to ten people. Try it on Tuesday. Try three of you here. I will prepare for you and preach for you and prophesy over you and lay hands on you and pray for a people in your life that you don't know that there is a people. Why? Because the strength that God gives me is the strength that sustains me. May you be strengthened by God in the name of Jesus. May God give you strength. Lift both your hands and say, Strengthen me, Lord. Very soon all these chairs will be full of people. You don't see them, I see them. Yeah. If I want to fill it with Christians, I will take close all my churches. Come, come, come over here. But no, I want virgin territory. Brand new people. Some of them that are still half drunk as they sit and God changes them. It is that power. The power of God is perfected in darkness. In the name of Jesus. Say amen. Stand with me for a while. Stand, 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 stand.
Lift both your hands up and say, Anoint me, Lord. One more time, anoint me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Let's do number five. Is that number five? You will do number five while you are standing so that you don't fall asleep. The anointing will protect you from deception. That's what we said on Saturday. On Sunday. The anointing will protect you from deception. There are many things today, especially in the Christian world, that have been unleashed by the devil that come as deception. It is the spirit of deception that has been unleashed in an unbelievable manner. And those whose hearts are not guarded by the spirit of God, deception enters you. And when it enters you, you leave the right road and find yourself in the wrong one. Matthew 23 verse 24 reads, You blind guides who take out a fly from your drink, but make no trouble over a camel in your own eye. That's the highest form of deception. When you can't discern something wrong from something that is right, that is deception. The spirit of deception has been unleashed. Ladies, be very careful as to who you marry. It's not everybody who comes to you and says, I love you, baby, with a deep voice that you should cry over. Ladies easily cry, even over nothing. When a guy says, I love you, he says, he loves me. Oh, can I get a guy? Deception. May God give you a heart that is discerning to know, young ladies, a right man from a wrong man. Yeah, from afar. The moment he opens his heart, something tells you, this is not a right man for me. Yeah, and walk away from that sin. Because there are many men that are not right for you. But there are many ladies, men, that are not right for you too. Not every lady who is pretty is wife material. Some of them are witches. Hmm? Not everybody is a right friend to you. There are associates that you should come out of and say, these associates, let me talk to these that are students here at universities or wherever you are. There is a company, are you at the university? There is a company that you should keep company with. Yeah, there are people at the universities that you should keep company with. They will lead you to Njengwe. You know what Njengwe is? Ah, before you know it, you are gone. Njengwe today is a killer. Drugs today are a killer. Many young people are into drugs and they go, they lose their life completely because you can't discern the right company. Find people that love that which you love the most, especially God. If you find people like that, you're going far. Yeah. Stay away from a company that does not discuss more of God and discusses more of women and ladies and what we should do to women and what we should do to ladies. Stay away from that company. Especially you, young man. What's your name? Brian. Stay away from companies like that. You married men, stay away from men that discuss women and all other things to do with women. Stay away. Hey, thank you. Mm, you're saying amen, ma'am. Yeah. Stay away. Stay away, stay away, stay away, stay away. Please take your seats. 
the anointing will protect you from deception. Somehow, the Bible says in the book of John, not John the gospel, but John the epistle, it says it is the same anointing that will teach you. It will teach you deception there. That's not right. That's not good company. That's not wife material. That's not husband material. Leave them. Stay away from them. Don't always look at the facial appearance and be limited with that. Ask God to give you a discerning heart so that you will see and go beyond facial appearance. Is facial appearance important? Yes, it is. Because you must marry someone that is beautiful to you. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder to you. What is beautiful to you may not be beautiful to me. But find something that's beautiful. But go beyond facial beauty. Go into the heart and discern the heart of that person. Is this person able to sustain a marriage? Otherwise, you marry today, next month, you are seeking for divorce. I have married many people. I have married officers. Many, many people. But I have seen many people walk away from their partners and leave. I pray that you will stay with your husband forever. Mom, hmm? stay with him. Whatever. But stay with the man. Stay with the man. Ma'am. Even when the business is not doing well, stay with him. Stay with the woman. Mm. For life. Stay with her. Mm. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Yeah. So the anointing will save you from deception. Touch your head now and say, Lord Jesus, deliver me from deception in the name of Jesus. And many people are susceptible to deception. Why? Because of a lack of a discerning heart. Discerning heart, a heart that discerns. May God deliver us. We ended up here on Sunday. Let's pick it up. Number six. The anointing will deliver you from the afflictions of the devil. The devil is the afflictor. That's his main role. And he is a tormentor in particular of Christians that don't know their authority in Christ. He will torment you. He will assign demonic forces to torment you, to afflict you, and to cause harm to you because you don't know your believer's authority in the name of Jesus. If you know your believer's authority, you will strike a blow. Psalm 89, verse 22, the P part of it reads, Know the sons of wickedness to afflict him. And God, he is talking to David and he says, I have released my anointing upon David so that the sons of wickedness will not afflict him. So that demons assigned to him will never touch him, will never afflict him because of the anointing. The anointing is like a wall around about you. In your going out, coming in, that wall protects you. It's a wall of fire around about you so that the enemy does not touch you in the name of Jesus Christ. When you feel afflicted, please ask God to release the grace over your life so that God will protect you. So you will experience divine health. Lift up your hands. Let's pray for you even if you are not sick. Say, Lord Jesus, one more time, Lord Jesus, deliver me from all manner of afflictions. 
sickness, diseases, infirmities, spirit of oppression, spirit of depression, spirit that seeks to suppress me. I am delivered from all manner of afflictions in the name of Jesus. It is the anointing of the Holy Spirit that breaks all manner of bondages in my life. I declare, I confess, I shout out aloud, I am delivered from all manner of afflictions, all manner of diseases, all manner of infirmities, in the name of Jesus. Say amen. Number eight. The anointing will cause you to experience the loving kindness of God. That's why David, in one of his psalms, he sings, Thy loving kindness is better than life. Thy mercies are better than life. Psalm 89 verse 24. But my faith and my mercy, that word mercy is interchangeable with the words loving kindness, will be with him. And in my name will his horn be lifted up. And God releases his loving kindness to follow us and overtake us. And King David therefore realized that God was being kind to him. God is kind and God is gracious and God is merciful and his mercies abound. At times you look back and you look at your friends that you went to school with or went to university with. You look at their lives. You look at the decisions they took and those decisions then have landed them in a hard place. But because you served God, somehow his loving kindness followed you. And you are where you are today because of the loving kindness of God. Say amen. Lift both your hands and say, Lord Jesus, may your loving kindness continue to be my frontal guide, and my rear guard, to guide me, to lead me, and to propel me to greater heights. In the name of Jesus. And therefore King David sings. Thy loving kindness. Is far better. Than any type of life I can live. Number nine. The anointing will establish you. As a man. A woman. Of authority. 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 And here is what David says. Or God says about David. But my faith and my mercy will be with him. And my name will be, and in my name will his horn be lifted up. When you read the word horn in the Bible, it talks of authority. God gives you authority. Authority is key because principalities, powers of darkness, rulers of darkness, wicked spirits in the heavenly places only understand one thing, authority in the spirit realm. Say authority in the spirit realm. Say it again. Say, I have authority in the spirit realm. Now, when you are praying and casting out devils, don't be kind to devils. Use your authority. Don't say, please, devil, if you want to go, you can go. Demons don't, don't, don't actually succumb to that type of language. They want this language. Come out! In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Even she, afraid 
That's the language they understand. Demons are like a naughty dog. And you are going to work. You want that dog to go back home. If you say, oh, please, Rusty, go back home. No. You have to be firm. Go! They will understand. They understand command language. I have seen many people talking to demons and wanting a feedback from demons. Yeah, yes, tell me. And what did you do? Yeah, I went to that one. Tell us more. You are talking to demons. The father of lies, the devil. Do you think the devil will give you right information? Yeah. And you are writing notes. Hey, what did you do? Yes, yes. And tell us more. Yes, yes. What did you do? I went to your friend called Rhoda. Oh, so you are in my friend Rhoda. Yes. All lies. Never converse with the devil. Never have a conversation with the devil. Unless you want to be confused and deceived. The devil is to be cast out. Practice this. Touch your neighbor's shoulder. Please say, I'm about to cast whatever is in you. Whether there is anything or there is nothing. There is anything. Believe you me, I cast out demons everywhere. Say, I'm about to cast out anything that is in you. <laughs> yeah. Say, I'm about to be authoritative. I may raise my voice a little bit. Get prepared for it. Uh, yeah, you're talking to, to the baby there, Chichi. That's good. You're touching the neighbor's shoulder. <laughs> Let's go. Say, come out. No, there's no authority there. Raise it up again. Say, come out in the name of Jesus. Go back higher, higher, higher. And say, I said, come out in the name of Jesus. All right. Now we are naming the afflictions. Say, sickness, leave this body now. In the name of Jesus. Uh -huh. Let's go higher. I know they don't have demons. They may not have demons, but they have demons. Christians can have demons upon them, oppressing them. Say, every oppressive spirit. Come out now. In the name of Jesus. All demonic forces, I command you. In Jesus' name. Go now. In Jesus' name. Tell them, I felt a few demons leave you now. I just felt. Aha. So don't call me for demons. You as a child of God are deputized to cast out demons. I know we as pastors, we have failed you. We have taught you that ministry is around the pulpit area. That's not ministry. That's part of it. The fivefold job, these are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, are to equip you to do the works of God outside. So when you encounter someone sick, don't call a pastor. You do it yourself. Yeah. You say, before we do anything here, can I pray for you in the name of Jesus? But when I, Susan Fonella, 1 a.m., Bishop, oh yeah, my baby, you do it yourself. You rise up as a father in a home or as a mother in a home and say, my baby is not well. I'm going to lay my hands. Remember what the Bible says? They shall lay hands. They shall lay hands. Say it again. They shall what? Lay hands upon the sick and the sick shall recover. One more time. They shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. You start there yourself and say, sickness, you have no part in my baby's life. I command you in the name of Jesus. I command you to go now. It is that anointing that will be issued out of you and make whole that particular person. 
in Jesus. If in yourself, when you are not well, lay hands on yourself, on those knees of yours, on that back problem that you normally have. Who has a back problem here? Back problem? Stand up. Stand. 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 Come and stand here. Come and stand here. Let me pray for you. Since I mentioned back, come and stand here. It's your back after all. If you want to sit with it, enjoy it. But if you want us to pray for it, we believe in the miracles of God. How many believe in the miracles of God? How many don't believe in the miracles of God? Back problems. Look at this. When you have a back problem, a back problem is so. Mm. It can limit many things for those that are married. Yeah. Many excuses can come from back problems. Back problems. <laughs> back problems. Who else has a back problem? I see a few men here only. One, two, oh, one man. Are you coming with a back problem? You are coming with the oil, anointing oil. Okay. You have a back problem. How many times, how many years have you had? Yeah, started last year. It started last year. Oh, is it so? So how do you sleep? Are you sleep on your, you sleep on your tummy or on your back? Uh, on your tummy. On your tummy. Yeah, that's so then, isn't it? Yeah. I need a lady. Please, you lay your hands there. Me, I'll lay my hand. On the back. Yeah, on the back. No man is supposed to put their hands on some wife's back or some lady's back. We don't do that. Mm -hmm. Is that so, preachers? Yeah. So, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we command this pain to leave now in Jesus' name. By the authority vested in that name and upon us, we have authority, we are deputized to speak to infirmities, to pain. Live now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. We command pain, big pain, bless your hand there. In the name of Jesus, we cast your hold over this life. She is delivered from pain in Jesus' mighty name. Pain, leave this body, leave this back in Jesus' mighty name. Go now in Jesus' name. Back pain, we command you to leave now in the name of Jesus. You have no authority over this body. This body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And therefore, we command you to leave now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, oh, that's man. You are a man, so I can lay my hands upon you. Is it, is it here? Father, in the name of Jesus, I command pain to live. Live now in Jesus' mighty name. May the healing power of God flow touching this part of her, his area, his body, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeah, Baba. Yeah, you, I saw you somewhere. Where did I saw you? I saw you driving a car, a nice car, outside on Saturday. You are the man. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Where is you have a back pain? Yeah, that car is too low for you, isn't it? Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray healing, healing anointing of God to flow in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You told me your name, Michael, Mike, Mike, Michael. Yes, my memory is good, is it? Mm, Michael. Let's put our hands together for Michael. All right. So the horn speaks of your authority. Many Christians have no authority or they have no idea of the authority vested in their lives. 
And therefore the devil whips them continuously. And they sing the language of the devil. I'm weak. I'm weak. I'm weak. You are not weak. You are strong in the Lord. Lift both your hands and say, I'm strong in the Lord. I say it one more time with authority. Say, I said I'm strong in the Lord. I have authority over demonic forces. I have authority over powers of darkness in the name of Jesus. That's what the anointing does. It lifts your home your authority so that you are firm and so that the devil fears you instead of fearing the devil. In many African societies, if an owl comes and lodges over your house or over a tree in your house, my God, even a black cat just passing through your home, oh my God, what does this mean? What does that mean? I talked to one lady and said, it means nothing. It's just a cat passing by. It happens to be black and no one is bewitching you. It is the forces that you believe in that begins to affect you. If you believe that the devil is somehow living in a black cat or in an owl, then you are opening a door in your life and the enemy comes in and torments you. In Jesus' name. Say amen. Say I'm free. Say it one more time. Say I'm free. So authority is something that you can take for granted. Until you lose it. But authority is key. Say amen. Say I have authority. In Jesus name. Amen. Number 10. The anointing will cause you to expand. To expand. I will put his hand in the sea. On this one, I want you to stand because I want us to do a prophetic mime here. Stand. What is a prophetic mime? Acting out that which you believe in. Acting out the prophetic. I will put his hand in the sea and his right hand in the rivers. That's what we call an increase and expansion. No way do we read in the word of God that a child of God should not increase and expand. Whatever you do in God and for God should invariably over time increase. Say amen. Say I'm born to increase. If you start one business, there must be three and four and five. If you start one church, there must be three, four and five. I started the church in a home with my wife. Six of us and two sympathizers. Eight of us in a lounge lounge. Eight of us. We are over 800 churches. Why? Because anything that God touches must increase in the name of Jesus. Barrenness is never your portion. I'm talking about whether spiritual barrenness or any type of barrenness should not be your portion in Jesus name. I don't know how many couples I prayed for that didn't have children, that have children. Some of them were 20 years without children. And as I laid my hands and rebuked the spirit of barrenness, boom, I said to one man in the UK, I'm sure he's watching now, I said, how many kids would you want? He said, two, Bishop, two. I commanded that womb, I commanded that man, be fruitful. You heard him testify and saying, now I have two, I think they're going for three now. <laughs> because God opens wombs. We read it in the Bible. God opens wounds. God gives mothers children. At times it's not mothers that are not fatal. 
it is men that are full of stress. And therefore, their enchompies can't operate properly. And therefore, they need the power of God to begin to work mightily in their lives. In Jesus' name. All forms of barrenness, God delivers. Did you know that? Mm. Men are susceptible to barrenness because of stress. Men are stressful creatures. They stress in their jobs. Stress in society. Stress with school fees. Stress with university fees. Stress with everything else. And therefore, they need God to help. How many men are married here and they have no children? Don't lift up your hand if you are single because how do you get children when you are single? Only married. Okay. Alright. How many couples here would want more children? You want children? Come. Yeah. Pastor. Do you have any now? Do you have any? You have two. You want more? Why do you want more? You want two more? You want more? But then you are not barren, isn't it? So why do you want more children? Trying. Okay, I've been trying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're here too. Mm. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else? Because when you have children, you tend to take children for granted you don't know that when you don't have, it's a difficult issue. It's a difficult issue. I'm just sharing testimonies here of many people that I've prayed for. Many that I've laid hands on. Many. Many. Some I've forgotten. I was in Tare somewhere in my churches in Tare. One woman came in and said, Bishop, I have your baby. I said, my baby? I have your baby, Bishop. I have your baby. I got shocked. I said, wait, when did this happen? I said, no, you prayed for me. Everywhere. So when we speak to the womb, they must respond. Amen. Say, Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, may God's grace flow. Let's pray for you, mom. What's your, what's your surname? Bye. Yeah. Please join hands. Thank you. You know after prayer, you know what to do. Should we talk about what to do after prayer? Or you know exactly what to do? <laughs> because prayer without works is dead. <laughs> yeah, you should, I should teach here on, on marriage and sex and everything else so that you get to know. Mm. So Baba Jele, after prayer, after this prayer, go to work. Mm. Don't be a lazy man. A lazy man can't have children. Say amen. <laughs> uh, these guys are looking at me and saying, what type of a pastor is this? I am a good pastor. I'm a marriage officer. I teach. Mm. Last year, we were teaching on pornography for two months. All these young little girls here are involved in pornography. So if we don't teach it in church, can you imagine two months teaching on porn? Mm. And many young people in their phones watch porn. And you're busy saying, oh, my daughter doesn't know anything. So in church, we shouldn't talk. They know more than you do, mother and father. In fact, they know more styles than you can ever know. Yeah, more. You just know missionary style. They know all styles, all manner of style. They see them on, 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 on their phone. So your child who's 12 years old knows far better than you ever did at 30 yourself. Mm. All right, let's pray. 
Can you stretch for the ends? Let's pray for Bia here and his wife. Father, there's a grace for fruitfulness in Jesus' name. I pray that this couple will experience a miracle from you. Whatever barrenness is, be it the man, wife, it does not matter. We speak to it now and we speak fruitfulness in the authority of the name of Jesus Christ. If you did that for Sarah in the Bible, you did that for Elizabeth, you did that for Manoah's wife, you did that for Rebecca, you did that for Rachel, I pray that you would open, Lord, the wombs today. A miracle that comes from you in the name of Jesus. We lay hands upon them and we release that miracle now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Go and do the great work. It will work. Mm. <laughs> Hold the lady's hand. Hmm. But you didn't wrong Stretch forth your hands, please. Hey, I said stretch forth your hands, sir. Like so. It's saying you are part of this. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are asking for a miracle. A miracle of a baby or babies. We speak now into this situation. We come against any form of barrenness, any form of hindrances. In the name of Jesus Christ, miracle, Lord, that these two may give you honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Go and do the job, Baba Jesus. Mm. Whatever you do, do quickly in Jesus' name. Mm. <laughs> I will put his hand in the sea. I, I didn't say now. Let's finish. Uh, oh, the wife is saying, let's go now. No, no, no. No, no, ma'am. Yeah, let's wait. Uh, after, after. We're finishing just now. No, no, no. We're just finishing now. Says with the men, let's run and do it now. Just wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah under pressure. Don't worry. Yeah. I know songs of Solomon say so, not so. Ecclesiastes, there's time for everything. Yeah, it's time for it. Not now, not now. Yeah. The anointing, therefore, will cause you to expand. I made you stand up because I want you to expand. Please stretch forth. This is a prophetic mind. Think of an area where you are failing to increase. Be it in business. Be it in finances. Be it in resources. Be it in friends, good friends. Be it in churches. Yeah, you want to expand. Be it in resources. Money is not only the resources. There are many other resources. But you want to expand. Yeah. As you expand, you see it says one hand in the sea and his right hand in the rivers. That's expansion. It is only the anointing that will give you authentic, genuine expansion. Father, we are expanding today. We are acting it out. It's called a prophetic mind. Increase whatever area is relevant to us in the name of Jesus. Increase businesses here. Increase wisdom. Some need increased knowledge. Increase understanding in the name of Jesus. We come against limitations. I break all forms of limitations in the name of Jesus Christ. These men and women can never be hemmed in. They cannot be contained. Increase their capacity. Capacity to understand, to achieve in Jesus' name. Students that are here increase their capacity to retain that which they are taught at the universities through lecturers in the name of Jesus Christ. We release that through the anointing in Jesus' mighty name. 
Say Amen. Shout and say, Increase me, Lord. Increase my capacity. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's move. Take your seat. The anointing will cause you to develop a powerful relationship with God. Only the anointing causes you to develop a relationship with God. Relationship with God. This is one of the most powerful things that all of us should endeavor to do. To develop a strong relationship with God. Psalm 89 verse 26 to 27. He will say to me, you are my father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. Watch verse 27. Verse 27. And I will make him first of my sons. <laughs> when God makes you his favorite, that means he can talk to you and you can talk to him. You can make him your friend, though he is your father, but still he can be friend to you. You can be intimate with God in a special way. Most high over the kings of the earth. So the greatest gift a person can have is a close relationship with God. And David realized that but not only did he realize that, he treasured that. He treasured a relationship with God or the ability to relate with God. Once again, he knew the source of this gift and the source being the anointing. Twelve. The anointing will give you something eternal. Something eternal. And I will make him the first of my sons, says Psalm 89, verse 27. Most high over the kings of the earth. And God, David rather realized that anything that endures, anything that endures must be established on the anointing. Anointing will cause whatever you do to endure. To endure for a long, long time. In Jesus' name. Number 13. The anointing will cause you, I'm looking at time here, I need to finish. The anointing will cause you to have a covenant relationship with God. Psalm 89 verse 28. Whatever you do, you must develop a covenant relationship with God. A covenant relationship with God says, I will not forsake you. I will not leave you. I may fail somewhere. I may find myself down. But I will pick myself up because I'm covenanted to you. I will walk with you Till rapture comes. Christianity is not a hobby where you come in and you go out when you are tired. No. You stay the course. Tell your neighbor, stay the course. Say we are in this thing for life. Say it again. Say we are in this thing for life. Our relationship is for life. It's a covenant relationship. We are in it for life. I will keep my mercy for him forever. My agreement, my covenant with him will not be changed. In the name of Jesus Christ. And we respond and say, Lord, we will serve you. Whether we have money or no money. Whether we have things or no things. Whether we have friends or no friends. Whether things are good or not good. Our relationship is not based on how we feel. It's based on the fact that he is Lord and we are his children. Say amen. Say I love you, Lord. One more time. I love you, Lord. With all my heart. And God wants to have that special relationship. Number 14. The anointing will definitely affect your children. Ladies and gentlemen, anointing is generational. It will affect your children. Serve God, 
serve him faithfully, you will find that it will affect your children. It will affect your relatives. This God that we serve, you may start as a child, born again in your home, and your parents are not. But as you serve God, your parents will be affected by the same anointing and will turn. Yeah, I see in our family, our parents begin to accept God and love God and follow God, the same God that we serve. They begin to see the same God in us. We led them to Christ. We prayed for them. My mother, when she was going home, I was there praying with her and so forth, consolidating, saying, Mom, I'm going to consolidate. Say these words again, just in case. Just in case salvation hasn't gone in there. Just say these words. I'm standing with her. Pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I open my heart. I open my heart. Any sins, any sins. I cleared that. I have been to matter day to pray for many people that are losing their lives. They are at the brink of their lives. And I'm praying there with them. There was one man who didn't believe. Yeah, he was so rude to Christians. Especially to his daughter who was in our choir. This man was saying, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe this. I don't believe that. He was going to these orthodox churches. Yeah, but when he was dying, the priest could not come. They called me. So I went. I said, where is he? Matate. Where is he? Private room. I said, I'm coming. I drove. I went there. I found him with tube, struggling to breathe. He knew me because I had come in that, in that home. I introduced myself. I'm Bishop Nyatise. I'm here to pray with you. Do you want me to pray for you or you don't want me to pray for you? <gasps> pray for me. I said, yeah, I'm going to pray for you. But before I pray for you, say these words. I'll be listening carefully. Say, Lord Jesus. <gasps> Lord Jesus. I led him to Christ. Led him to Christ. He was a Casanova. Mm, a well-known Casanova. A rich Casanova. I hope you're not a Casanova. Look at your neighbor and say, I hope you're not a Casanova. Mm. He had no time for God. He had no time for anybody. Yeah, he was a rich man. Mm -hmm. I found him there. Dying. Yeah, I said, I'm going to have you. I am ruthless to dying people. I hold them by their throats. So to speak. And force Christ into their lives. So that they cross over. Those that knew this Casanova will be shocked to find him in heaven. Because I found him there. But with you, Casanova, it may not be so. You may die before somebody who knows Christ comes to you, Casanova. Touch the shoulder and say, I hope you are not a Casanova. Mm. So I led him to Christ. Yeah. Got born again and he crossed over. Mm. And I left. When they left, three minutes, gone. There. But there we have. We must use spiritual violence to win people for Christ. Say amen. It's allowed in the Bible. Matthew 11 verse 12. Can you recite that verse? From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violence seized it by force. In Jesus name. So his seed will keep their place forever. Don't worry, you young couples, if your children are wayward and they're far from God, pray for them. Keep on calling God for them. Go to their bed. When they're fast asleep, lay your hands over them and say, may this young boy save God. This young boy is rude. May you break the demons of rudeness in the name of Jesus. This young man, young daughter of mine, has eyes for boys. 
she has seven boys that phone her all the time. May the appetite for boys live her in the name of Jesus. Children, it's good to have them. But at a certain time when they are 17, 18, they have their own minds. They're very stubborn. Yeah, I call them, mom, mom, you're bothering me. I'm bothering, don't call me, don't call me. Pray for them. I pray for my kids as to which boyfriend I like and which one I don't like. Yeah. I, my daughter was doing medicine. She had, uh, uh, she's finished. Uh, she had a, a boyfriend. And I didn't like that boyfriend. Yeah, I didn't like it. I just canceled the boyfriend in the spirit. I said, Lord, I don't like this relationship. I want it cut. Because I told her, and she said, no, the guy's a Christian, I really love him. Somehow in my inside of me, I didn't like the guy. I just didn't like the guy. I thought reasoning with him may not help. Just have authority in the spirit. I said, may that relationship be broken in the name of him. One day she came in and said, have you been praying? I said, yes. I've cut that relationship. I said, good. You'll get the right guy. She got a pilot now. You saw the pilot? Aha, I saw the pilot. Why? Because the pilot, I had prayed for the pilot many years ago before the pilot was a pilot. Yeah. The pilot came to my office. Yeah. And said, uh, Bishop, pray for me. I want to be a pilot, but I have no money. I said, I'm going to pray for you. She says, one day I'll fly you. I said, one day you'll fly me. Since you want to fly me, I'm going to pray for you. He was a skinny guy. Yeah. So I prayed for him. Lord, I release the anointing to be a pilot. He's a pilot now. He's flown me three times now. Ah, at one time he called me and said, come and sit here up and went. Aha. Christianity is real. Yeah. At times to talk to your girls, they won't they have stuck on some of these girls. Just use your authority in the spirit. You have girls there. Yeah. Yeah. Check the guys. Check the guys. Don't accept any guy who just comes in. I'm cool. I love you. You discern is a fact. For me, the rule I use is I sit down with them. Sit. Tell me, you want to marry my daughter? What exactly do you want from my daughter? Where are you taking her? I'm left with one now. Here. So if you want her, come to me. I'll fix things for you. Don't go to Sekuru somewhere who doesn't know the Lord. I am Sekuru and everything else in there. Come to me, let's sit. Tell me exactly how many verses you know. Tell me whether you type. I will check the records if you belong here. Yeah, tell me whether you are a prayer, prayer warrior. I will check. Then when I say yes, even if she doesn't like, I will say, Lord, tenderize her heart. This is the good man. She is blind. She doesn't know what a good man is. And then the good man lines. Hey! Is that not good? You bring a demon in the house, I will cast the demon out. Because these ladies are foolish. Yeah, at times they see a guy without a car, they think the guy with a car is better. Yet a guy with a car is a Casanova. Aha. And sometimes a guy without a car who's walking has a destiny. Aha. Don't look at the car, look at the destiny. Yeah. Many guys, chebe chebe boys, have no cars, but they have destiny. Many years ago, I told my wife, if you fall in love with me and marry me, I'll take you somewhere. Yeah, don't look at me now, but I know where I'm going in future. She said, are you telling the truth? I said, I'm telling the truth. I'm going somewhere. I may not have a house now. I may not have a job now. I have only a university degree. But if you fall in love with me, we are going somewhere. She trusted me. Hmm. Is she not a bishop now? Oh yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Hmm, powerful. Hey. 
Now you want to fall in love with that zombie of yours who drives a, a nice Porsche car. Nothing wrong with that if he's genuine. But some guys have nothing now. Tomorrow they will have something. I want to pray for you. I don't know your name. Say, stand up. Stand up. Come here. Come here. Hmm. What's your name? Brendan. Hey, how old are you? Uh, 21. 21, Brendan. Yeah. What are you doing now? Nothing. School. What school? 2022. So why are you not? Why did you not go to university? Did you make grades? How many A levels did you write? I didn't do well. You didn't do well. You go back and do it again. You go back and do it again. Do two more subjects to make them three. Hey, where is Daniel? Daniel, where are you? Where is Daniel? Daniel is not here today. Okay, I was going to use Daniel as an example. Go back and do it again. Money is the problem. How much money is needed to write to all A levels? I have A level. I don't know so much. So far. Yeah, yeah, but but how do you write? How many? What's what is it? What does it take to write A levels? What does it take to write A levels? Where do you live? Uh, okay, so you are short of two A levels. Yeah. Come and see me. But let me pray for you. Yeah, let me pray for you. People should go to university, isn't it? Yeah, those that care. Uh, go to university. Our church is full of many, many graduates. But we accept those that are not graduates too. But <laughs> we accept underheads too. But come, we'll pray for you that the darkness will leave you. Mm. What do you do, young lady? What are you doing? What, what grade are you? With? Form one. Come here. Let me pray for you too. Mm. Let me pray for you. You said your name is Gerald? Brendan. Let's pray for Brendan. Let's pray that Brendan will be intelligent and pass. Yeah. How can you fail, Brendan? What type of... Uh, God in you shouldn't fail you. But you are lazy. I'm sure you're watching porn and, and all other things. Yeah. <laughs> Please, lift up your... Father, we pray that Brendan's mind will open up in the name of Jesus. That you will empower him. That is, he tries again to write two A-levels. That he will excel and succeed this time around and go to university in Jesus mighty name. Amen. What have you always wanted to be, Brendan? I wanted to be a neonatologist. A what? A neonatologist. Ah, I don't even know what that is. Anatologist? Neonatologist. Neonatologist. What does that mean? A doctor who specializes on... A doctor who specializes in what? On child illnesses. Child illnesses. Whatever, whether the name is right or not, but this guy wants to be a doctor who specializes children in children's illnesses. But right now, he has no complete A, o levels. A levels. Ah, man, let me come here in the center here. Hey, some of you don't see potential. May I see potential everywhere? This is this is potential. This could be someone else's husband qualified. Mm. Go back and do those A-levels. And I want to see you here in this church. I will be checking you that you are doing those A-levels that you have passed. If you fail, I want my money back. Yeah, I want my money back with interest if you fail. If you pass, then no problem. Father, I'm anointing this guy with oil. Starting today, I'm prophesying destiny to this man. He has a good desire to be a doctor. A specialist doctor. I am praying that today that anointing will fall upon him and turn him into another man. You did so with King Saul, Lord. 
just a daft man, a tall daft man. You change him to be the first king of Israel. Change this young man, Brandon. Change his life. Revolutionize his life. In the name of Jesus. Change his mind too. I pray that you will be focused man. That in years to come Lord. You will stand and testify that there was a man who prayed for me. And anointed me with oil. And my destiny changed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Here we are Lord. We are destiny changers. I pray that his destiny will be changed. In Jesus name. Amen. See yourself doing that Brendan. Yeah, and you must study hard. I like you Brendan. I like your style. Good. Brendan. Mm-hmm. Me, I pray for people like this. You see them change. I wanted to give you an example of a guy called Daniel. Daniel was playing a keyboard here. He's gone. He played in rain, isn't it? <laughs> All right, Daniel. Oh, sorry. Mm. You, what do you want to be? A lawyer. Yeah. Who is this one? Your mom? No? Where is your mom? Oh, you just found her sitting there. Is this your sister? Yeah, but sister Pella say no, I'm not mom, but I'm the sister. So you're the sister. Where is your mom? Both at home. So you brought her to church. Is she good at school? Ah, uh, how good is she? Medium. Medium. Okay. What's her name? Nonte. Yeah, Nonte. Let's pray for Nonte. How? Father, we pray for this Nonte here. We pray for a unique grace and a unique anointing. She deserves to be a lawyer. I pray that indeed that anointing will pave the way for her. That she will excel, Lord, from Form 1, Form 6, University. That she will be a brilliant lawyer in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Are you the wife to the lawyer? Oh, I, what are you? Are you a lawyer? No, you're not a lawyer. Two lawyers can't live together in the home. Otherwise, you'll be suing each other continuously. <laughs> There's a lawyer next to you. So you want to be a lawyer? No, there is a lawyer. No, sorry, there is a woman that's married to a lawyer. Ah, so you say timely there in the name of Jesus Christ. May you tape whatever is in the husband. Uh, let it be your, your, your and Jesus. Hey. Let me see. Where are we now? The anointing will definitely affect your children. Yeah, let's talk about our children. Lift up your hands. Even if you don't have them, they are still in your loins as a man. You will have them years to come. Say, Lord Jesus, I pray for my children. Those that are born, those that are not yet born. I pray, dear God, that you will apprehend them. That they will serve you with all their hearts, with all their minds. They will do well at school, universities, during their careers. They will marry the right type of a person. Not rascals. In Jesus' name. Amen. Here, stand up as we close. 15. Give me 15. Give me 15. Number 15. Do we have number 15? Yeah. The anointing will give you a long-lasting ministry or business. Long-lasting ministry and business. Long-lasting relationship. Some of you change relationships. Yeah. Your friends next year, they are no longer your friends and so forth. Something wrong with you. You are unstable. You can't change friends because you're different. You make up and you move along. Especially good friends are friends that don't agree with you in many things. Yeah. Because you are, you, you are a bully. You want people to agree with you on wrong things. 
But good friends will tell you this is wrong. You can't do this. Keep those. Those are good friends. Long-lasting friends. Psalm 89, verse 36 says, His seed will not come to an end forever. Say, Amen. The seed of his kingdom will be like the sun before me. Verse 37. Verse 37. It will be fixed forever like the moon. And the witness in heaven is true. Selah. That word selah means let it be so. Say let it be so. Say it again. Say let it be so. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Alright, we are standing here before we pray. Who has a unique problem, a unique issue? You want God to help you in that. You may not even need to share with God knows what it is. But you need prayer. I say, you are in a bind. You say, my situation is very difficult. Very difficult, Bishop. I don't, I don't need to explain it. Come right here. Come. Very difficult. Come. We'll pray for you. I pray to you. When you come to the house, you come to the house. So you are covered. That anointing covers you. All right. Kangelin Supes Lap. Problems after problem after problem. Yeah. Hey, the good man. Yeah, issues. Life is full of issues. And therefore, that's why we must pray for people. Full of issues. Leaders, we are many here. Please stand. Stand and help me here. Some of them have come forward. What are my issues now? Let's pray for these beautiful people. God loves people. If you love people, God is going to give you people. If you don't love people, God can't give you people. Mm. We want to pray for all of you today quickly before we jump into prayer items here. What time is it? We are, by 7.30, we must be out of here so that you can go home. 7.30. Dip your hand in oil and let's pray. We're talking of the anointing. This whole two months, you, we're talking of nothing else but the anointing of the Holy Spirit. In all his different forms and different facets. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray. You are expecting? Is this a problem to do with this? No. Okay. It's something else. Yeah. In, the, in direction to that. Okay. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, we release the grace and the anointing. The anointing that knows no limitations, no boundaries. I unleash it, Lord, upon this lady's life every facet of your life. May that anointing begin to work starting tonight in Jesus' name. A grace that will sustain her. A grace that will shock her. She will look back and say, I don't know how I got delivered from that situation. May it be so. I release that anointing now in the name of Jesus Christ. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. In Jesus' name. I confront the spirit of anxiety that will seek to torment her. Lack of peace, peace of mind, peace of heart. May it not be so. May you grant a peace that surpasses human understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. God is working in your life. You work a miracle in your life. Believe that in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we pray for Pastor Carl here. We pray for a miracle in his life, in his situation, in his family's situation. I stand here and speak peace to that situation in Jesus' mighty name. May it be so. May a miracle take place that she, he will able to, he'll be able to stand and give you honor and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, dear God, that Daniel prayed for 21 days. But you state in your word from the first day he set his mind to pray. You heard him and answer was dispatched. And it was held up in the second heaven. Prince of Persia, 
intercepted. I pray, dear God, that today that that answer will be released now in the name of Jesus. Amen. We talk to the Prince of Asia. Let go of that answer and release it in Jesus' name. Amen. Pray for Minister Pretty Lord. We pray for her. Order her steps, the desires of her life, a life partner in her life, the right man that will honor her, that will respect her, that will serve God alongside her in the name of Jesus. And all other issues in her life, pray for a miracle in this situation in Jesus' mighty name. Ah, young man, I pray for a miracle in your situation. God is a God of miracle. And we serve him, we serve him, and you serve him too. May a miracle take place. Supernatural happenings in your life, in Jesus' name. Supernatural happenings in your life. May a miracle take place in Jesus' name. Amen. Ah, okay. So we need that. Yes. Father, I'm praying for a healing now in Jesus' name. Heal her in the name of Jesus. And the power of the Holy Spirit work mighty in Jesus' mighty name. May that anointing in the name of Jesus, may that grace flow, heal her. A tormenting spirit that will seek to cause her to lose her breath. In Jesus' name, may healing come speedily. In Jesus' mighty name. Dear God, dear God, dear God, I am asking Lord on her behalf that this miracle will take place in her life. Jesus name, let it be so for her, that she may give you honor and glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Favor, Lord, to take place today, in Jesus name. Amen. Ah, dear God, let it be so. We are left with just a few people there that we prayed for. Please, can you put prayer items here quickly, so that we keep time and go home. Prayer items, I put seven of them there. And it will be so. Thank you, dear God. Prayer items, the scripture that we are placing our prayer items on is Psalm 89. We read that scripture. But there are seven points here. Here is prayer point number one. The anointing will result in you receiving supernatural help from God. I want you on point number one to pray for supernatural help for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones. Supernatural help. Lift up your hands as we pray. But you are praying. Let's pray together. Father, we are asking for supernatural help. Supernatural help for ourselves, for our families, in the name of Jesus, for our businesses, for our relationships. We ask for that help. In the name of Jesus, release it, Lord, in our lives. Release it upon this church. Release it upon the members of this church. Release it upon our visitors. Release it upon families represented here. Release it upon our loved ones, our parents, our sisters, our siblings. Release that supernatural assistance in Jesus' name. We realize, Lord, that we are limited. Apart from the anointing, we are limited. And therefore, we cry to you, Lord for supernatural help. Supernatural help for our loved ones who may not be well. 
supernatural help, Lord, for our children, supernatural help, Lord, for our relatives. Let it be so. A miracle, a miracle in Jesus' mighty name. We stand today, Lord, crying for that help. Dear God, dear God, may we hear of miracles in the lives of these men and women and their loved ones. Let it be so in the name of Jesus. May the anointing that we are talking about begin to move and break yokes of bondages in the name of Jesus. Supernatural help is what we are praying for in Jesus' name. Shout again and say supernatural help for myself, for my loved ones, for my families, for my children, in my business, in my profession, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Number two, the anointing will establish you in life. Yeah. Whatever you do, may people look and say, that woman, that man is well established. You are not wishy-washy. You are not here today, gone tomorrow. You are well established. In business, you are well established. Let's pray. Lift up your hands and let's pray. For firm ground in your life. Father, we are praying that you will establish us in the name of Jesus. Establish us in our businesses. Establish us in our homes. Establish us in our marriages. Establish us in our relationships. Establish us in our ministries. Establish us in our lives. Establish us in our relationships. Establish us, Lord, every facet of life. Establish us financially. Establish us materially. Establish every facet of our lives. May people look at us and say, surely those are well-established people. May that anointing establish us in the name of Jesus. May we never be here today and gone tomorrow. Dear God, you are an eternal God. Establish everything to do with us in the name of Jesus. Establish our lives. Establish relationships. Establish marriages, Lord, that are here in the name of Jesus Christ. May these marriages stand firm in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Lift up your hands and say, I'm well established in every facet of my life in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm standing on the rock, the rock Jesus Christ. I am not easily moved in Jesus' name. Prayer item number three. Number three. The anointing will introduce strength in your life, in your ministry, in your business, in your profession. You are too weak, some of you. You need the strength of God. Say, I am strong in the Lord. I am strong in every facet of my life. Pray for that strength now from the Lord. Father, we are praying for the strength from the Lord. Strength in every facet of our lives. Strength in our lives. Strength in ministry. Strength in businesses. Strength in relationship. Strength, Lord Jesus, in our jobs. Strength in our professions. Strength in our studies as students. Strength, Lord, in our professions. Strength every facet of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Like you strengthened David, strengthen us, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. You strengthened David when enemies came against him. Strengthen us, Lord, when those that hate us tried to attack us. Strengthen us, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. We declare that, Lord, you are strength. Because you are strength, we are able to stand. 
In Jesus' name. Shout one more time. Strengthen me, Lord. The anointing will protect you from deception. Number four. Yeah, some people are too gullible. I am amazed at the degree of, of gullibility found in ladies. Ladies are so gullible. Especially the single ladies. So gullible. I pray that God will protect you from deceit. From deception. Don't fall for deception. Be sober. Steady. So that God will help you. Yeah. Men as well. Let's not be easily deceived. Ask God to protect you from deception. Lift up your hands and say, Lord Jesus, protect me from deception. In the name of Jesus, may your wisdom, your knowledge, understanding, insight, revelation be my portion. In the name of Jesus, may the enemy and his demons never deceive me. I receive, I refuse to be deceived in Jesus' name. May the spirit of God and the anointing of God begin to alert me and teach me that I may know those that will come into my life seeking to deceive me in the name of Jesus. Enlighten me. Enlighten my spirit. Enlighten my mind. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Why don't you put your hands together? I know I'm moving fast. Number five, number five, number five. The anointing will cause you to expand. <laughs> you are too small. May people know about you in your area. May people know that God has blessed you. Whether they like it or not, may they know that God has blessed you. May everything you touch increase in the name of Jesus. You young men, when you marry a lady, may that lady increase. Yeah, may people begin to see that God has blessed you. And that blessing is manifested in your wife. In Fight a man, a woman with the anointing of God because you lose badly. 
Yeah, you lose Bethlehem. You may have the means, but they have the anointing. You may have the power, but they have the anointing. You may have the resources, but they have the anointing. You will never win. Lift up your hands as you stretch forth and say, Lord Jesus, may all my enemies never prevail against me. In the name of Jesus, may you build a wall of fire round about me. In the name of Jesus, you do the fighting on my behalf. I know not how to fight, but you do. Fight for me, Lord, in my relationships. Fight for me, Lord, in my country, in my city. In the name of Jesus Christ, may your hand be strong upon my life. In Jesus' name. Let's read together Psalm 89, verse 23. One, two, and three. I will beat down his foes before his face and plague those that hate him. In Jesus' name. Finally, number seven. Number seven. The anointing will deliver you from afflictions of the devil. There are many afflictions of the devil. The devil tries to bring sicknesses, diseases. Short circuits our lives. He wants us to live a short life. He torments us. Some people jump into bed now. They only sleep 4 a.m. Because the devil terrorizes them. May demons and devils of hell never touch you. Touch your mind. May you never have bad dreams. We prayed for many people here that say, I have nightmares the moment I sleep. Nightmares. I dream of bodies. I dream of snakes. I dream of corpses. I dream of foul things coming to me. Spiritual husbands tormenting me. May it never be your portion. Pray for yourself today. May all afflictions leave your people in the name of Jesus. May your people be delivered completely in Jesus' mighty name from all manner of afflictions, from all manner of limitations all manner of diseases from all manner of devils that will seek to torment them in the name of Jesus Christ say amen and amen I want you to do something as we close here gaining ground in the natural is gaining ground in the spiritual yeah take some steps one two three four I don't know what many steps you are getting but you are saying, Lord, I've been confined. Small place, small area. I want to increase in my life. Take it with me. One and two and three and four and five and six and seven and eight. I am going somewhere in the natural. I'm going somewhere in the spiritual. I see you as you are about to go home increase. I see year 2024 bringing much increase in your life. I see year 2024 bringing enlargement in your family's life. I stand to prophesy like the prophets of old. I see multiplication. I see barrenness living your home, living your life, living everything to do with you in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive. Yeah, sit down, let's take the offering and go home. We have envelopes here. Get an envelope, place a seat today, or your tithe today. 
Those that are tithing, bless a tithe today. Bless a seed. Write your name on top of that envelope and bless a seed. All of us, if you can get an envelope, you want an envelope, you just lift up your hands. Uh, Ashes, if you can write my name there. Ashes will give. We said to you earlier on, one of the ways to receive an anointing is giving. Giving works. It works mightily in your life. In Jesus' name. Mm, this is good music. Where is it coming from? From the... You like the music? I thought it was Daniel playing. Hey, Quarembo, you're a very spiritual man. When did you start to be spiritual, Quarembo? Did you start just now? <laughs> right. Baba Chele, while we're ready to give, I want to introduce you and your wife. Come quickly here. Baba Chele is now... And Mama Chele is joining us. Yeah, they're joining us. Yeah. I, I stole them from one of my churches. I stole them for something that I wanted from them to do with this place. But uh, Baba Chele loves evangelism. Okay, like I do. Street witness. I'm one of the few bishops that go into streets and homes and witness. I, I don't have hang-ups about life. Yeah, some people's titles limit them. Me, I go into the streets and witness. I've won more souls last year and the other year, like many people. Yeah, I have no hang-ups about who I am. I just go in the streets. Some people have hang-ups. If you have hang-ups, you can't, God can't use you. If you worry about your title, God can't use you. If you worry about your churches, God can't use you. May I go into the streets, I go into homes and witness. If I find you eating derere, I may just sit down with you and eat derere or, ma, or, or maklimbi or whatever you are eating and just join you to win you for Christ. And therefore, I win souls for Christ. Mm. Say amen. Now you are too sophisticated, you. You are too posh. You can't win souls. Mm. Me, I'm not too posh. Yeah. I win, I'm a chebe chebe boy, so I win souls. So these have joined us. This is Baba Chele, Pastor Chele. He's one of my pastors. I have many pastors. You saw us here ordain 700 pastors here in December. 700. Yeah. So, so, Baba Chil, welcome. Yeah. With your model here, yeah. beautiful wife. Thank you. I hope you look after her. Good. Yeah. I hope you have many babies together. Yeah. True. So, as well as evangelism, he will assist us as well. Yeah. yeah. We are starting a new church here, so we need to grow fast. We have no time. Yeah, we need to increase and grow. Say amen. So all of you here that will make this your place will teach you lots of things. We'll teach you to evangelize. Teach you to win souls. We'll teach you to, to give money in church. As well as to preach. As well as to teach the word. Say amen. How many want to be preachers here? How? How? Stand up. All of you that want to be preachers, stand. 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 We train preachers here. That's our job to train preachers. Yeah, even my doctor friend here, he's standing up. Yeah. Lift up your hands. May that grace fall upon you in a unique way. In the name of Jesus. May years to come, that gift begin to come to the fore. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It's giving time. Thank you. It's time to give now. Let's give. Let's give and go home. 
please stand. Let's read our scripture before we go home. Yeah, you notice we don't talk about swipe a lot. We talk of US dollars and other. But fine, you can give other TGS. But yes, All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming. We'll see you on Sunday. Don't forget Sunday.